What is the best legal entity to start a sustainable business? The way an organization is set up defines its modus operandi. Whether money is a means to an end or an end in itself is decided at that early moment. In this episode, Ellie, the co-founder of Comone, shares the rationale and details of running an organization as a cooperative in collective interest. My name is Patrick Hübscher and this is Circularity FM, the podcast about understanding, building and managing circular business models. He grew up at a place embedded in beautiful nature in the south of France, close to the Spanish border. After a PhD in quantum mechanics and further research, he decided to change the way we provide and use electronics. Welcome, Eli. Thanks. Uh, so thanks for the invitation. Uh, so I'm Eli, one of the co-founders of uh, the Comone Cooperative, which is a French cooperative. And I was also carrying the, the project and the idea at the beginning. Um, I come from theoretical physics, uh, actually. Uh, I was uh, working in in different labs uh, over the world before that. Uh, and I grew up in a tiny farm, uh, organic farm in the Pyrenees, so uh, in, in the mountain uh, between the, like at the, the border between uh, Spain and, and France. So, so very like lost in the mountain in some way. Uh, which means uh for me like ecology and uh, all the 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 question about the climate change and all this uh, uh, i i got that uh, let's say in in my blood from the beginning so uh, it was uh, well before uh, it was trendy that i was very aware of that uh, at the time where everybody was just laughing when you were speaking about it You mentioned you, you have a background in quantum physics. Uh, what's easier, understanding quantum physics or founding a cooperative? <laughs> um, actually, uh, I think uh, quantum physics may be easier. Actually. <laughs> uh, well, it depends. It depend. uh, if you want to have a stable position, it's harder. Uh, if it's just about just uh, learning and understanding, maybe that's easier. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, because uh, it, it's uh, like the the cooperative. It's a more um, a vast uh, challenge in some way. There are many different stuff to to put together. Okay, so uh, many moving parts. Uh, yeah. yeah, and uh, yeah, it's a it's a many body problem, <laughs> 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 and that's always hard. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so so basically, the core idea is that uh, I just uh, follow Fairphone from the beginning, and when I received my Fairphone 2, uh, at that time there was no support in French. There, there was actually no way to get just the Fairphone 2 in France except by uh, ordering directly to Fairphone. There was no reseller, um, and uh, at that time. It was already clear for me that the long-term business model uh, was n not sustainable because uh, basically in electronics, what uh, companies do, they just uh, build, make products and then sell them. Uh, and they need to continue selling them to, to get the same revenue. However, because all the, the main market are already saturated, 
selling a new device means that somewhere one device uh, goes out of the market. So just because everybody already has, for example, smartphone and stuff like that, uh, nearly everybody, but it, it's close enough so that the, the reasoning is valid. Mm -hmm. uh, and this means um, the only way to keep going uh, is actually to um, you know, put a lot of device uh, out of service uh, way earlier than it should. And uh, sadly, uh, when you look at the ecology, that's uh, the opposite around that we uh, that we need to do because the, all the uh, the main pollution and, and even the social impact, uh, most of them are at the production phase, which means uh, as soon as it's produced, then it's too late. And you just need to make it last as long as possible to avoid uh, making a new one. Mm -hmm. So here we have a contradiction because the main business model uh, basically will say uh, we need to produce as much as possible and, and to put in the trash uh, as much as possible. And the ecologists say we should do it uh, 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 less uh, and, and uh, the, the, the lesser the better so um, it, that was clear for me and I said okay there is a, another kind of business model that we can do it's uh, called basically um, uh, like providing as a service uh, or there, there are several uh, names for that but uh, we could stick for hardware as a service though today most of the companies doing hardware as a service are not doing it properly let's say um, uh, I can explain uh, why later, but the, the idea is that as long as the device is in service, you get a revenue from the device, so you have an economical interest to make it last and to uh, uh, get it easy to repair and, mm -hmm. and so on. And, and then you have a, a business model that, that fits the, the sustainability that you, you want to have for electronics. And for Fairphone, when I contacted them at the beginning, they were already aware of that, however, it was not a priority for them because they were like a small company trying to just make a product and, and that was the beginning for them. Uh, and so they say, okay, so uh, we could try to launch uh, like a dedicated uh, company uh, in France that will just try to do uh, Fairphone as a service and, and build this uh, more sustainable uh, business model for, for Fairphone. Right. So that, that was the beginning. And uh, it was basically the, the core idea was in uh, 2016. Uh, then with uh, like building the project it basically took uh, around one year then it was um, what you call an association in France so a small NGO let's say in uh, one year later and then in uh, at the beginning of uh, 2018 uh, this uh, small NGO was converted into uh, a cooperative for collective interest mm -hmm. and then we had the business running uh, at that stage mm -hmm. so, so that was the the general idea and of course the goal was to not only say that it's possible and, and just have uh, something running but also to have the uh, as much impact as possible in the field of electronics mm -hmm. and trying to to uh, move the lines so uh, this means basically doing some lobbying uh, trying to represent uh, part of the industry and move forward uh, trying to push the bigger player than, than us to, to move toward um, uh, like services and, and this uh, new uh, and this other business model because the business model is not new actually mm -hmm. um, and uh, or another, or not, maybe a name that is more proper would be a, a product service system which is uh, mm -hmm. a bit more detailed and, and accurate than, than hardware as a service um, because in a hardware as a service most of the time uh, the companies will just do a first uh, round of service 
and they, they will uh, resell the, the device either to the customer or, or to resellers uh, or, or others. They will just, anyway, uh, d they won't take care of the device until the end of life. Mm -hmm. So for us, uh, for Common, that's the red line. That's where we say uh, companies are, are working properly or not. It's mm -hmm. like if you at some point the company say, I won't be responsible for the device, uh, then it's over because then uh, basically it's just selling the device in a uh, even if it's uh, like uh, in a disguised way or uh, uh, even if it's selling later but at the end it's the same mm -hmm. uh, so okay. for us what we want to do is say uh, you never ever um, release the property of the device because then you have the responsibility of the device until the end of life and even after the end of life when you can um, um, uh, do some scavenging and get some spare parts from the, the old de dead device, for example. So, so that's um, that's a proper way of doing uh, for us uh, hardware as a service, and, and that would be like a, a product service system. Yeah. Okay, cool. And can you give us an idea what are the ideal customers of Common? Uh, we have two type of customers because we are providing for uh, like uh, peoples and companies uh, mm -hmm. currently. And usually we will target people that are already uh, that already understand the ecological issue because we I mean if not it's it's too hard to, to convince so we target this group which is already wide enough and growing uh, hopefully uh, and and then we explain them that uh, if they want uh, to to uh, minimize uh, the ecological impact of their uh, electronics then they need to switch to uh, the kind of solution uh, common offer or or, uh, uh, or other offer, similar offer they could find. But anyway, they, they need to change to um, a more repairable device and uh, a business model based on service. So so that's for um, uh, people and for companies, basically it's the same. We will target companies that are not too big and already uh, into trying to like minimize, uh, like having a, a, a very strong CSR pol uh, policy mm -hmm. and trying to minimize their impact. Uh, okay. So yeah. so then we will provide, for example, a fleet of computers or smartphones for them. Yeah. So that yeah, absolutely makes sense. What stood out for me is that you're organized as a cooperative, as I already mentioned. And um, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, but I see like technically you're a joint stock company, and on top of that there's a cooperative layer. So what makes this joint stock company a cooperative at the end? Yeah. So so that's a, a very uh, f uh, like specific French legal framework, but which is very efficient and, and widely used in France. Uh, it's basically you build a company. So for us, it's a, indeed a, like a, a very basic um, uh, uh, joint action like company indeed. And then uh, in the legal framework, you put uh, on the top what we call in France the um, uh, like a cooperative or collective interest. So it goes, um, th th there is like a proper law uh, since uh, actually there were in France, we had one law right after the, the, the war. So in um, uh, 47 and then uh, that was the start of the, the cooperative framework. But at, th at that stage, the cooperative or collective interest um, did not exist. And then there was, uh, there was a law in 2001 that set up the, the cooperative or collective interest. And then uh, most recent law in um, in 2014, where uh, this was basically enhanced and, and improved. Uh, but the core idea is that 
you can um, make a cooperative that will function as a company however uh, some rules are different because in a cooperative it's um, uh, during the, the shareholder meeting the vote is one person one vote and not one euro one vote this means mm -hmm. you make sure that um, if uh, somebody uh, puts a lot of money on the table they won't be able to uh, budge the project it's still the, the collective interest that will uh, uh, be the most important and uh, second the law um, obliges the company to um, put all like the the majority of the profit should go back to the collective interest so should mm -hmm. be put back inside the company and there is no way to um, share it between the, the shareholder so you will this will make the project stronger and also make sure that uh, most of the profit always benefit the community and and not uh, people that would um, basically uh, just try to get money out of it so would it then be fair to say that you basically put purpose, the purpose of the cooperative above the profit, any profit? Yes, but what is very interesting, contrary to many other cooperatives that claim the same, is that we don't have a choice. We choose a framework where we have to, and if we don't, we are illegal. Mm -hmm. And that's a wide difference between most of the other uh, companies that say, uh, for us, purpose is before profit. Because they say it, but they are not obliged to it. And at the end, when you uh, when you try to look the, 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 the timeline or whether there are, for example, issues that arise or, or a crisis, uh, then uh, this will just crumble. For us, it just cannot crumble or the, or the company is dead, mm -hmm. which is much, much more stronger than, than many others. And I have uh, just one example, but, but there are many. Um, in France, there are uh, like few, of course, uh, like everywhere, startups uh, producing uh, and providing uh, renewable energy. And uh, one of them uh, is Enercop, which is a cooperative for collective interest. And another one is called Equator, which is a startup. They are both around the same size. Uh, they have like uh, more than uh, 100,000 uh, contracts. So it's already a nice big uh, company uh, for, for both of them. And with this energy crisis we are into right now, well, the, the one that is not a cooperative, even though they claim widely since the beginning that they put purpose before, uh, before profit and that the, their aim is to, um, uh, move the, the, the ecological transition forward mm -hmm. and, and, and so on. So they have like exactly the right, uh, um, um like the, the right focus theoretically, but in practice, uh, because of the energy crisis, they just uh, sold the, the whole company to um, uh, an investment fund in Singapore, which has the the uh, uh, objective, like with the, the goal that is already claimed and clear uh, to uh, just go on the stock market as fast as possible, make the more yeah. profit, and even if they need to destroy the company uh, doing that. And, yeah. and, and of course, the cooperative, on the other way, uh, Enercop is still there and running. It's very hard for them. Maybe they won't pass the winter. We're not sure. But at the end, uh, they will stay true. Yeah. Yeah. They don't have a choice. Yeah. And I think that's the, the biggest difference. I don't think uh, uh, capitalism can be part of the solution. That's what we claim in the corporate net cooperative network. Mm -hmm. And we believe the cooperatives are strong enough. So in France, if you just take only those kind of cooperatives, not the widest one, which is even stronger. It's already 7 billion uh, revenue uh, per year, 7 mm -hmm. billion euro of revenue per year. So if you group all those cooperatives to together, so it's 
it's not small. Uh, I mean, we, we can do stuff with that already. And it's just one kind of cooperative. Uh, uh, you can then uh, make it even bigger if you add uh, some others, including some, some specific banks and so on. Yeah. So w what I say here is that we can move out of capitalism. It's already happening, basically. And uh, those companies, they last longer. So there are many statistics that prove it. Uh, they last longer. They are focused on the common goods. They, 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 they have, I mean, they, they will reduce the, the inequalities and so on. So they have a lot of benefits uh, of this legal framework. And basically, they just uh, stand for, um, let's get rid of capitalism. We don't need it. Yeah. Uh, and capitalism will always slow the transition down. So that's basically what we are saying. Yeah. And we just prove that it's okay. We prove that we can do something else. It works. It works well. Uh, and with a, like a very fast grow. And, and that's fine. We, we can provide all the services that capitalism provides. Yeah. Did you have any other uh, additional intentions uh, behind choosing the cooperative um, next to the uh, intentions you just mentioned? Yes, so there is one which is uh, cooperative for collective interest. Uh, they have to um, take in also the customers. So that's uh, the specificity of this kind of cooperative is that basically you have uh, employees that are uh, part of the cooperative, of course, uh, that, that's uh, standard. But then you also need to have customers uh, that are shareholders mm -hmm. uh, and ideally uh, the, the most uh, you can. Uh, the, the more you can better and then um, you you can have also third parties so for us uh, that would be manufacturers so mm -hmm. this means we can represent uh, the employee the customers uh, the uh, providers of electronics uh, like manufacturers and uh, also uh, investment funds and even some uh, media uh, are part of the cooperative and grouping all those people you have like different uh, stakeholder for um, more sustainable electronics and then this means when we go to the government or to other uh, like a uh, higher ground to to try to um, uh, push forward uh, more sustainable electronics then we can claim that we are uh, legitimate to represent those people Mm -hmm. So that was uh, the other reason uh, we choose this uh, this format. Not all the cooperatives are like that. That's the, the the very specific cooperative for collective interest. Uh, we could have chosen uh, like a, just a, a normal cooperative uh, of uh, employee, for example. That mm -hmm. would be also uh, an, a nice solution. But here we have this wider view of uh, uh, representing the, uh, the this uh, small part of the industry that are uh, in the cooperative. Right. And are there any other alternatives you considered next to the cooperative of collective interest and the normal one? Well, not really, because for what we want to do, we could do NGO to, to do some lobbying and so on. Yeah. But then the NGO, they don't have um, the business part. And mm -hmm. for us, it's very important to be in the business and to say that uh, the, this business is working, that we are financially independent and with a strong growth and, and showing that the, the economical model is, is valid. So it's really part of, the, of the, the point for us. So we needed that. And the other way of the spectrum is saying, okay, let's just make a, a, a basic startup, mm -hmm. but add a label on the top like B Corp, for example, uh, and, and others uh, label saying that the company is doing uh, something a bit better than most of them. But here, uh, as I said, uh, we don't trust that enough because we see that we, we could have been, for example, a B Corp, 
and uh, and just crush the project mm -hmm. uh, because the, there is not when you, when you are a B Corp, there is not this um, uh, strong anti-capitalism uh, standpoint where uh, here we know for sure that the project even if the founders go uh, go away even if the founder want to just um, uh, sell their share or whatever like whatever happened uh, to the the people uh, at the head of the cooperative we know that the project will survive and that the project will stay true true it's basically purpose by design exactly you can't change that later on yeah you mentioned that also the employees have shares uh, does this matter in day-to-day -day life do you see any difference there it depends so basically the fact that they have like a, let's say the administrative uh, part of the shares the fact that they, they just own on the day-to-day -day, you won't really see it because it has the way on only like the weight of, of the share they are only during the the shareholder meeting mm -hmm. uh, and of course this is like basically once a year so so uh, it doesn't matter in the day-to-day -day life however usually trying to run a cooperative you try to make the decisions um, more uh, horizontal and and to include uh, uh, the employee in most of the decision at least when it it matters and when it matters for them um, and this we see so the the employee we have the most of them especially the one that went from a bigger group and and the let's say the usual industry they are really amazed by the difference in the day-to-day -day life for them uh, how the decisions are taken uh, how the, the whole cooperative care for them and how they they can be listened and have an influence on the cooperative uh, at, at that level so all, all this is very important and uh, it's really make a difference however it's not directly related to their share mm -hmm. it's just the fact that we try to to uh, be coherent with the fact that we are cooperative and that if we don't do that at some point there will be harder issue but what's interesting is that if if the manager don't do that then later on uh, we could have a very bad surprise at the shareholder meeting right. because the employee will have a strong weight and they could just push out the the um, the like the the, the CEO or for example uh, quite quite easily actually if uh, uh, if it's not uh, if the management is not good enough basically yeah yeah didn't happen so far I guess <laughs> no <laughs> I, I don't think it will but. and Many startups that run these uh, product service systems, uh, they need investors to afford the appliances they rent out or the hardware, basically. Mm -hmm. You already mentioned you have some manufacturers as probably part of the shareholders, mm -hmm. but also financial partners, I guess. Yeah. Uh, how do you finance the hardware you rent out? Well, that's uh, very easy. So at the beginning and, and still now, actually, we always have um, a crowd equity campaign running, um, and this crowd equity give us a, a small, uh, let's say, a, um, a cushion of equity. Mm -hmm. uh, so so far we have something like uh, four thousand euro, I think, like that. Uh, for for four hundred four hundred thousand euro, so four hundred k in in five years so so it's like not big but but that's okay because the cost of this campaign is nearly zero basically mm -hmm. um because we are under the threshold uh, in france there are like the, there is a threshold where w when you are under this threshold you can run the campaign uh, on your own website with basically zero cost because okay. you don't have to pay a platform so this is working well 
and uh, this cushion equity then uh, allow us to get uh, bank loans basically where of course we will choose the banks uh, so that they are the most responsible possible so in France is um, mainly La Nef and uh, Credit Cooperative mm -hmm. Uh, La Nef, you could say it's uh, the equivalent of uh, uh, Triodos. <coughs> mm -hmm. Maybe you know. And, uh, <coughs> yeah. Uh, so, and the Credit Cooperative is, is uh, the the main bank for for the cooperative. Um, both of them, they are into financing uh, the the transition and, and social project. Um, and basically, that's it. So, mm, with those uh, those bank loans, uh, we pay for the devices. Uh, and the, the service uh, allowed to pay back the loans, so that's fine. And each passing year, we need uh, less loans because uh, part of the, the service allows us to get uh, enough money to, to fund our own uh, devices. Right. And maybe at some point, uh, we'll stabilize and we, we won't need the bank loans in, anymore. But uh, as long as the growth is, is strong, yeah. Uh, of course, we need uh, we need a uh, output like, where we need a, an outsider for for funding. So so that's the core idea, and then on the top of that, uh, we can have some specific campaign. Uh, for example, this year we had a campaign with um, two in investment funds uh, to uh, uh, funds not only like not not devices this time, but just the to accelerate the growth. Mm -hmm. um, so it was a small campaign, something. Uh, uh, close to uh, uh, yeah, it was uh, like a uh, uh, 300k, and mm -hmm. this time it's um, something close to equity. So it's very specific to to cooperative, but uh, uh, in France we have what you call like the um, titre cooperative, which is um, you you could assume it's equity, but it's it's uh, a bit a bit less than equity, uh, right. but it's it's way better than loans uh, in some way. And for for most uh, players, it's considered as equity. So that's that's quite interesting, and bringing it back to the uh, let's say your your shareholder structure are these banks or the people who contribute via crowdfunding? Do they then also own shares and vote in your uh, in the annual meeting? Yes, so definitely for the crowd equity. So that's the basic definition. Crowd equity, they get shares, and so if they get shares, they are shareholders and they can vote. Okay. So that's um, uh, that's for for, for for these people. And then uh, for the the bigger funds, so the banks usually not. However, um, the investment fund yes. So for example, the Sokoden that in invested uh, this summer. Uh, uh, well, they 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 are um, shareholders of Common also, mm -hmm. but because it's one person one vote, they don't have more weight than than a, than a customer, for example. Okay, and I I read from your statute that you also have let's say various buckets. So, for example, employees uh, have a certain bucket, uh, uh, manufacturers or suppliers have a bucket, uh, and also investors. So even if there are like a thousand investors and everyone would come up at the annual assembly, you limit their influence, don't you? Yes. So that's also a specificity of the cooperative for collective interest, mm -hmm. uh, because as I mentioned, uh, this legal framework was made to be able to gather different stakeholders and represent them. And this means you need to uh, have a mechanism uh, to make sure that uh, one kind of stakeholder 
uh, won't take over over like over the other kind. Um, and this means we have a different category of, of uh, shareholders, mm -hmm. and um, uh, each category has um, uh, a definite uh, total weight in the vote at the, the shareholder mm -hmm. meeting. Mm -hmm. So, for example, for the the customers, it's twenty percent. So. Uh, however many customers there are, uh, either one or, or thousands, uh, the, this group will represent 20% of the vote in the, the shareholder uh, meeting. Mm -hmm. And um, the financial support, uh, it will be uh, 15%. So, so this means the customers as a group will always wait more than uh, the financial uh, supporter as a group. All right. Okay. And now what puzzles puzzles me is that you said at the beginning there is no way that you as a shareholder can make a monetary uh, benefit out of this uh, the, the, the shares you have in common. On the other hand, now you recently partnered up with uh, investment companies for the smaller campaign. What's, what's driving their activity to support you since they won't get a financial return? <laughs> yeah, so here the trick is that um, uh, French law has many uh, like uh, side doors, let's say. Mm -hmm. um, so the basic share, uh, you cannot earn money on it. Okay. Uh, at least not money that comes from the cooperative. Uh, however, if you participate to the crowd equity campaign, uh, the state will actually um, um, uh, give you like a, a profit on, on, on top of the shares. So, and uh, in the current uh, period, so it, it changed because of the COVID and now it's, it's very high, so it's 25%. So basically, the, the, if uh, like a, a customer, for example, go on our website and want to participate to the, to the um, crowd equity campaign, Uh, then they, they will put, uh, let's say, for example, a uh, thousand euro, and um, they will have um, then uh, 25% percent of that uh, in um, uh, lowering the, their uh, their their tax in in, in tax ah, cut basically from right. the, the state. So so that's one mechanism, yeah. but that works only um, for people. So for companies, it doesn't work. And uh, for companies, there is another mechanism, which is uh, called like the, the titre cooperative that I mentioned. Mm -hmm. And it's not really a share. Uh, however, um, there is um, a return on investment on those uh, titre cooperative. So it's basically around 6% mm -hmm. per, uh, per year. Well, well, actually less for, for them. So it will, let's say, uh, uh, around 5% now. The, the level of remuneration depends uh, on the detail of the contract. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, here in this case, uh, I think it was yeah, around 5%. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, so you, you can uh, find ways to, to manage to, to uh, provide profit uh, there, but it's, it's always limited. Uh, and what you cannot do is get profit directly from the company and say uh, and distribute them uh, through the shares uh, mm -hmm. i mean again again there are there are uh, tricks i mean you can do it but uh, then it, you will be limited to two uh, percent uh no, well not exactly two percent so there is uh, a competition uh, so basically they, they do the 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 main um uh value of the the remuneration of the, mm -hmm. the shares in france Uh, for different some kind of bonds, and usually it's very low; it's uh, below one percent. And then you can add two points, uh, two points, and then you get the maximum 
that you can uh, distribute over the, the shares. Um, but you can take only the profit that is beyond the majority that you need to put back into the cooperative. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So if you, if as a cooperative uh, of cooperative interest we make a profit, we have um, something like 57% uh, uh, that goes back into the cooperative and the rest we can choose whether it also goes back into the cooperative, mm -hmm. which is usually what we want to do because then uh, the cooperative won't pay tax on those profits, which is mm -hmm. a very strong point. Um, and if you choose to distribute, then you will pay tax on the part you distribute. Mm -hmm. uh, and this is just a minority of the profit. And then uh, per share, you are limited to this uh, uh, roughly two percent. Mm -hmm. I mean, actually, to me, that sounds like that the French government actually designed it that way or wanted to give incentives um, to the French people, French organizations to uh, work in that direction as a cooperative and invest cooperatives, right? Yes, there was uh, basically uh, all the laws uh, I mentioned earlier, mm -hmm. it was laws from uh, a left government. Uh, mm -hmm. and. And those uh, each time they wanted to to push forward the cooperative, so mm -hmm. that that's what happened. However, just to be clear, the tax cut uh, mm -hmm. on the fact that you invest in, on the on the on a small company that's for all companies. It's just um, mm -hmm. uh, just not for common. If you invest on a, a young and small company in France, you will have this tax cut. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That uh, sounds both complex and amazing, <laughs> what you just said. <laughs> so uh, when I was reading your uh, through your constitution or statutes, uh, I was also excited. You have, I mean, you have salary caps. We didn't talk about that. Uh, yes. Voting caps, as you just explained. What were like essential learnings that you made personally in that process? And if someone else wants to start a company in that direction, uh, where would you say, uh, watch out? So for me, what, what was amazing and I really learned while doing that, at least in France, is that it, it's, uh, it's really efficient and you are supported by the cooperative network. Mm -hmm. It's like, it, it's just not cooperative as a name is really the way to, to work together is as cooperation and for example um, we we got support from um, uh, like it, it could be like uh, media support it could be uh, financing uh, like it, it could be just uh, funding support it could be uh, support for uh, some uh, very specific administrative stuff or legal stuff uh, so basically the, the cooperative will try to help each other and they have at least in France um, a head of network that uh, managed to very efficiently um, uh, uh, redirect the help in in a proper way and and make sure that uh, the the let's say the the, the power of the the, the network uh, will help a small cooperative to grow and cooperatives that have difficulties to to pass the, the difficulties. Mm -hmm. So I think the doing this like. It's really uh, doing business and, and being in the core of economy, but not in the competitive framework, but in full cooperation. And that's so interesting. I, I mean, it's it's really how it happens. It's not it could happen. It's, it, it's the reality. It's how it is. And it's so different from what we uh, hear about economy and the vision we have of economy that, mm -hmm. that it's really mind-blowing. Mm -hmm. Right. You mentioned at the beginning there is a, a, a running a cooperative. 
is what did you say many body problem um um that sound sounds like there were also some learnings or surprises uh, in that how is it to set something like that up well obviously the way to take decision it's not the same if you have like a one mm -hmm. person at the head of a, a company that basically can uh, at the end take all decision or if you need to make sure that uh, everybody in the cooperative uh, goes in the right direction so that's one point but I, I think it was rather natural and it was uh, not an issue what was more difficult was uh, like um, uh, in the 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 real business that we do like not the fact that we are a cooperative but the fact that we are cooperating trying to do product service system in a field where it's not uh, very widely known and with mm. devices that are different from the main devices we find on the market so the the difficult part was to add up uh, all these uh, uh, coherent uh, strategies uh, where we wanted to had uh, to to have a purpose uh, at each layer and getting all those purposes together that's much harder that's the many body problem i think mm -hmm. because we could have chosen for example to say let's do a product service system but just as a startup and we will grow fast and we'll try to move the industry from within and that would be already hard enough but we try to do it as a cooperative and then we try to do it with fairphone which as we started with the fairphone 2 which is not an easy device um and and all these other like uh, like we, we we try to do it with uh, uh open source software and mm -hmm. so on so basically the adding the layer of coherence uh make it very inter uh, interesting because at the end we show that it's possible mm -hmm. we show that we can go we can really go and and um, and have uh, this long-term good vision of the uh, like a, a very coherent view and 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 doing all that uh, uh, like all all those layers that is not not that uh, easy to put together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we show it's possible. However, it's much harder than just choosing one and say, okay, let's let's be good for this one. Yeah, yeah. And let's also uh, let's turn it around. What should be reasons not to go for a cooperative or what kind of people shouldn't go well that's super easy uh, something we didn't mention really but if you start a business because you think uh, because you want to be rich at some point yeah then uh, just uh, give it up because uh, that's not the, the way like if you do a cooperative you work for the common good at some point you will have a salary maybe it could be a nice one but not not that nice actually because uh, you can have a cap but you can still go high in salary but you won't ever be able to uh, get rich by selling the company or mm -hmm. selling part of the company. Mm -hmm. uh, that's just uh, the legal framework uh, does not allow that. So, uh, <coughs> uh, and it's not easy. It's not easy because usually when you launch a business, you work very hard, but you say, okay, I work hard, but it's for my own uh, stuff and goods. And at some point, uh, I will get a lot of money out of it. And so it compensates. Mm -hmm. Here, you will also work hard because you start a company, so you need to work as hard as for any other company. But at the end, you know that the only stuff you will really have is um, uh, the knowledge that you did something good, mm -hmm. which is, I think that's the hard part. Uh, because for me, it was it was okay and it was natural, but I know plenty of people that uh, when they consider that, they say, mm, so maybe I will just do a, a startup at the end. Mm -hmm. So it's a bit 
question of what's the definition of rich? Is it in monetary terms only or are there other dimensions? Uh, so, uh, Ellie, how, how long do you want to keep your stocks? Uh, how long we keep the yeah the, the ones you own personally how long do you want to keep uh, them well I don't know I mean forever uh, I guess uh, because I mean uh, as I explained I already got a return uh, on this investment from the tax cut yeah um, so I could try to get it back and do something else but uh, I don't need it I know that it support the cooperative so uh, as long as I don't need it, uh, I will uh, let the shares there. Yeah, but I, I could. I mean, I think it's not the right question. The right question is, what do we say to uh, people participating to the crowd equity campaign? Mm -hmm. And what we say is that you should keep it five years. Mm -hmm. And we are very flexible to um, uh, to refund the shares uh, earlier than that. However, if you don't keep it five years, you won't have the tax cut. So better for your return on investment to do that and we believe that people coming in will always compensate people coming mm -hmm. out so we are very flexible about that thanks ellie for sharing all these insights and learnings i learned a lot and it's uh, so powerful listening to you all the best for the next five years of common <laughs> yeah thanks wow this story inspired me a lot the level of determination responsibility and intelligence is hard to find And Ellie is right. I remember so many startups and companies that were initially about solving a specific human problem, but ended up driven mostly by the profit motivations of their shareholders. And I bet most founders, especially first-time founders, don't oversee the consequences of different types of legal entities or adding certain shareholders to the cap table. I'd be curious to learn what you think about Common's approach and if you know any similar organizations around the world. I'm happy to read your messages on that. And if you happen to live in France or Germany, check out Common's offering. The next episode will be about an early phase startup that we discovered the technology and how the founders selected the market for applying this technology. Until then, please don't forget The most abundant renewable resource is your imagination. My name is Patrick Hübscher and this is Circularity FM, the podcast about understanding, building and managing circular business models.